The earnings season is in full swing and the usual revenue and profit misses and beats come with it. But companies make all sorts of announcements during the earnings reports and not all are revenue and profit related. Three companies made surprise announcements that are worth paying attention to, especially if you plan to invest in them or are already an investor. Palantir, PayPal, and PubMatic. Let's talk about them. I am Hormer, founder and CEO of Stockcard, and on this channel, I share detailed fundamental analysis and interesting investing-related stories. Palantir's stock price is down by almost 22% in the first 10 days of August, despite reporting a solid quarterly earnings report. Revenue was up, profits remained in the green, and the company announced the launch of its generative AI product, among other positive news. The surprise came when the company announced a $1 billion share buyback program. Typically, a share buyback program is quite investor-friendly. It reduces the share count and creates more value for current shareholders. Companies buy their own shares for two primary reasons. One, when they believe the current price is significantly lower than the company's intrinsic value. And two, when buying back shares is the best and the highest returning investment they can make with their cash instead of investing in R&D, acquisitions, or even keeping cash on the balance sheet. From the market's reaction to the announcement, it seems investors do not agree with Palantir on either of those. Even after the recent price drop, the stock is priced 18 times its sales, so Palantir has to grow its revenue by roughly 30% per year in the next 10 years to grow into such a valuation. That seems unrealistic when the company just grew 13% year over year in the latest quarter. Investors must be worried that the company is quote-unquote wasting its cash resources on buying shares at an overpriced level. So why is Palantir's leadership spending $1 billion in buying its shares? There can be two possible reasons. It could be first that they genuinely believe the company will be able to grow significantly faster or generate significantly bigger profit as the world's governments and companies adopt artificial intelligence and generative AI. Certainly, some analysts agree with this notion. For example, ARK Invest bought shares of Palantir after the price drop two days in a row, and other analysts called the stock messy of AI stocks. But most analysts don't agree with this analysis, and you can see the evidence of that in the average price target of roughly $11 per share for Palantir, 30% lower than the current price. The other reason for share buybacks by Palantir can be a strategic decision 
to boost the company's earnings per share and improve its image among analysts and investors. Palantir has set its eyes on qualifying for S&P 500 index inclusion, and one of the requirements there is to have positive earnings. Buying back shares reduces the share count and boosts earnings per share, and this can be a part of the company's overall public relations and storytelling strategy to project a highly profitable and financially solid company. Based on my observations of Palantir's focus on a strong storytelling and riding the wave of the market's momentum and sentiment, I believe the decision is a part of the company's story. Let's talk in the comments if you have other takes on this topic. The next surprise came from PayPal. The company released its earnings and the stock price dropped roughly 6% after. There were lots of good news in this earnings report, including 11% year-over-year payment volume growth and 12% transaction per account growth. Also, the company is quite solid fundamentally, looking at the balance sheet and free cash flow. So what drove the price down? Investors are concerned about the drop in the company's transaction margin. PayPal's business isn't just the branded payment we are all familiar with. It operates Venmo and Braintree. Venmo is so popular that it has become a verb. I just parked my car in a parking lot recently and the attendant told me to Venmo him the parking fee. It is so popular, it's a verb now. Braintree is a technology company that enables companies to process credit cards and other forms of payments on their websites. And that business is the reason behind the lower transaction margin. For a mature company such as PayPal, profitability and maintaining or even expanding the margin is most important metrics for investor. However, according to the management, several projects and initiatives are in the works that can improve transaction margin, including the growth of PayPal's unbranded checkout functionality and other value-add payment services that companies such as Meta and TikTok are adopting. Despite the transaction margin worries, the surprise is in the company's valuation. PayPal generates $5 billion in free cash flow and shared a positive earnings report and forecast for the year. But the stock is priced 17 times its earnings and 13 times its forward earnings. In contrast, S&P 500's average P.E. ratio is above 20 times. Even more surprising is the company's PEG ratio. PEG ratio takes the P.E. ratio and divides it by the earnings growth rate. If the PEG ratio is above 1, it means the stock valuation is higher than the speed of its earnings growth. And if it's lower than 1, it shows a lower valuation than what the company deserves based on its earnings growth rate. 
PayPal's peg ratio is 0.7, indicating an undervalued stock despite a fundamentally solid business. This surprising undervaluation made me add PayPal to our beaten down portfolio once again, which is a portfolio of stocks getting punished by the market due to short-term miscalculations. The portfolio's picks on average have overperformed the market by more than 80%. I leave a link to the portfolio in the show notes if you'd like to follow the portfolio and get notified of the new additions when we find new beaten down stocks to add. If you disagree with PayPal's undervaluation, let's talk in the comments. And finally, the last earnings surprise comes from Pubmatic. The surprise isn't in what the company announced during its earnings, but in how the market reacted to the earnings report, dragging the stock price by more than 30% on the earnings day. The report wasn't stellar and came with flat revenue growth and negative gap net income due to a few one-time hits to the bottom line, followed by a few analysts cutting their price target for their stock. However, the report also had several early indicators of future growth. Pubmatic invested and launched new products, especially in the video ad and ad supply optimization capabilities. It's already seen great traction with these new launches. It has also invested in its infrastructure to create incremental capacity without an impact on the margin. The flat revenue wasn't due to low engagement and activity, but rather due to lower CPM. That means that due to overall economic concerns, advertisers spend less on ads or bid less fiercely than they used to, bringing the ad prices down and Pubmatic's revenue down with it. Using common valuation metrics, such as the price-to-sales ratio or price-to-earnings ratio, the stock isn't cheap. For example, Popmatic is priced seven times its sales. To reach seven times sales growth, it requires 20% revenue growth per year in the next 10 years. This revenue growth was once quite normal for Popmatic, but it feels quite out of reach compared to the last few quarters. Ultimately, it is still feasible if the advertising spending goes back to growth and the company's new product launches should be able to help to boost revenue. Also, high profit and the company's focus on strong free cash flow would help it grow into its current valuation. All in all, the 33% drop in the price seems to be an overreaction. Even the analyst Cutting down their price target still priced the company 30% higher than the stock's current price. I still own Pubmatic and plan to hold it, although I would want to closely watch and see the revenue and profitability growth as the digital ad market recovers in the next few quarters. If you have another take on the market's reaction to Pubmatic's earnings report, let's discuss it in the comments. If you watch all the way to the end, 
please take a moment to subscribe. More than 70% of people who watch our videos haven't yet subscribed to the channel. If you find the video informative, why not subscribe and let YouTube know so we can grow from a tiny YouTube channel to a bigger one and educate and entertain more fellow investors. See you next time.